Welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please welcome your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show, the only Internet radio show dedicated to giving you real solutions to improve your health. Not only are they real solutions, but they're natural solutions as well, because as you know, the one and only true wealth you have is your health. I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc, and I'm committed to helping you find the root cause of your health problem, fix the cause with natural treatments, so you can feel normal again and live your life to the fullest. Today's topic is all about how to banish negative thoughts. I'm so very excited about my guest today. Her name is Aura Nadric. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Aura Nadric is a certified life coach and certified mindfulness meditation teacher, as well as the author of the groundbreaking book, Says Who? How One Simple Question Can Change the Way You Think Forever. Aura's rare combination of insight, intuition, compassion, and charisma has made her one of the most effective and sought-after life coaches in L.A. Aura, thank you so much for being my special guest today on this episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. Hi, Carrie. Thank you so much for having me. So, Aura, what prompted you to write this book? Well, I say that I had my first says who moment many, many years ago. I was not quite 15 years old and my sister had a mental breakdown and it was devastating, you know, devastating for certainly for her and all of us as a family. I was the youngest of four and for me it was really traumatic. Um, I idolized my sister. I looked up to her. She was an amazing human being and tragically this had happened to her and when it did I went into fight or flight when we go into fight or flight we're in a very heightened fear state and oftentimes we tell ourselves things like oh my god I'm not gonna be okay oh my god my life is over whatever comes up for us for me in that moment it was oh my god what happened to her will happen to me so fast forward to um, years later I started to you know, not years later, as far as what had happened to me as a result of what happened to her is I started to get anxiety and it started to get worse and worse. But it took me a couple of years to really go into a deep psycho-spiritual exploration, if you will, as to why I was experiencing anxiety, which never went away. You know, it was around for a while. I was an actress. It really was impacting my career. Um, A lot of things, which I won't go into all the particulars of what happened, but what really essentially happened to me is that I knew I needed help, so I went into a deep exploration and realized through Jungian analysis, I had gone into many different healing and psychological and spiritual teachings and learnings and modalities, but when I went into Jungian analysis, I really confronted my fear, and that was that I believed a thought that wasn't true. It wasn't real. It was born out of fear. And I was held hostage by that thought. So when I became a life coach, I really wanted to help others 
not suffer as much as I had for so long because of believing something that had really taken hold in my mind and I was very much at the effect of this thought and created this says who method which is what my book became you know I created a a questioning method to really do a deep inquiry into our thinking mind and the thoughts that we tell ourselves and the method is very simple in a sense that you're asking questions, simple and straightforward, but also goes very deep at the same time. Yeah, thank you. I That is exactly correct. And I say, you know, I didn't write a book that is a quick fix. I didn't write a book that's just going to put a Band-Aid over the fact that we, in fact, have negative and fear-based thoughts. But what I did is I created what I call a user-friendly method. It's very logical. These questions are so straightforward and so logical that when you get into the habit of asking yourself these questions, you will really come to see how clear they are to apply to these thoughts that we tell ourselves that are basically, you know, causing us deep unhappiness. And so I think everyone has all kinds of negative thoughts that go through our heads on a daily basis, right? It's something like 60,000 or more negative thoughts a day. Right. The statistic supposedly is between 40 and 70,000 thoughts, you know, Whatever that is exactly, I think the point being that we think many, many thoughts throughout our day and we're not cognizant or aware of every thought that we have. But what the Says Who Method addresses is the thoughts that get our attention, the thoughts that do cause us unhappiness, the thoughts that, you know, oftentimes it is those negative and fear-based thoughts that we think of the most that really get our attention because they have the most energy. And we then give them more energy. So we start to really be at the effect of those thoughts that come to the foreground of our mind most often. And that's really what I want people to look at. You're not going to know every single thought, but you really want to know the thoughts that I say are trying to tell you something and not to push them aside and not to pretend you're not having them and not to deflect them, you know, and not to stuff them down. I say bring them on, welcome them, look at them, put them under the microscope and see what they want you to know. So our uh, thoughts create beliefs and then those beliefs create behaviors and of course these negative thoughts can undermine us and I and I find especially when uh, people are trying to uh, go down the path of 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 healing on a mental emotional level but also on a physical level you know, in my practice at Functional Medicine Ontario, I have patients coming in with all kinds of different health problems, but really the true meat and potatoes of the healing happens deep inside with these, and these different thoughts come up and can sabotage patients. Exactly. And, you know, Carrie, also, you know, yes, that is the equation. I say connect the dots. Like you said, thoughts create emotions, create behavior, create reality. Do you know? So, A lot of times people feel something emotionally, but they don't know the thought behind it. And I say all thoughts create emotions. You know, you might feel the emotion before you really understand what is the thought that's perpetuating that feeling that you have, be it sadness, 
anger and it's important to connect it up and the reason for that is you want to be able to again look at that thought that is causing that emotion and why is it causing that emotion you know sometimes a thought that we have that really needs to be looked at closely can be a thought that can be released once and for all and we come to know that that thought really isn't true meaning that the second question of the says who method is have I heard someone say this thought before so many thoughts that we have did not originate with us they oftentimes were thoughts that happened to us early in childhood something that was said to us by a parent a belief or an opinion that an authority figure had and that we took on as our own the bully on the schoolyard that told us for the first time that we're ugly or that we're not smart or that we're stupid or that we're never going to be good at sports or that we're never going to be the ballet dancer that we wanted to become you know things are said to us very early on when we're most impressionable and gullible and those thoughts get carried into adulthood now we tell ourselves plenty of things as well you know not everything stems from childhood but we tell ourselves things even in adulthood that we accept readily about ourselves that are negative so it's really understanding what the negative thought looks like, what purpose it has for us, and really how to work with it. You know, I say this method is how to navigate the thinking mind better. So for the listeners out there, I want you to take a moment right now and think about, you know, one one negative thought, just pull it out of your out of your head that is, you know, rattling around up there. It might be about your health, it might be about your job, it might be about a relationship. You know, think about, you know, what is that thing that you think you just can't do or that you're just not good enough for or it's never going to happen for you or you just don't deserve it or whatever it is for you. And um, Aura, I want you to help lead us through the, the seven questions. And you've already given us the first two. The first one being ask yourself, well, says who? And the second one being have I heard someone say this thought before? Right. Um, the very first question is such an important question. It's really your, your, you know, launching question. And it's a very important question because, you know, a lot of the times people don't want to, what I say, own their thoughts. Do you know? So I say it's a big step to the change and the um, metamorphosis, if you will, the um, you know, changing out a thought, you know, again, you have to be willing to do that. You have to be willing and wanting to change that thought that has caused you unhappiness or anxiety or whatever. So says who really is, who is saying this thought in my mind? Who is telling me that I'm not good enough, that I'm not going to find my soulmate, that I'm never going to get the job that I really yearn for, you know, whatever that negative self-talk is. Who is saying that particular thought, again, bringing up one particular thought that maybe is pressing, and it's saying to the universe, really, I am. I am saying this thought to myself. There, I said it. I'm owning it. I'm really now ready to take that next step to changing that thought from something that's negative and or critical into something that's positive. The second question, as I just mentioned, have I heard someone say this thought before? Again, so many thoughts that we have did not originate with us. It is something that somebody else said to us or told us about ourselves. And it's really helpful to connect 
that thought to who we remember saying it. I've worked with a lot of clients that have been walking around with a belief that they have that originated with somebody else, you know, be it your father, your mother, your sister, your brother, a teacher, you know, it's really good to be able to identify that thought as not originating with you and perhaps with somebody else so that you can really finally release that thought as not your own. The third question, do I like this thought? One of my favorites, because it's so simple. Again, these are such simple, straightforward questions to ask yourself, what is it about your negative thought that you like? What is really likable about a negative thought? Do you know, I've used that question so many times on clients, and it just stops them in their tracks. You know, when I say, can I ask you something? Do you like that thought? And they they literally stop and their eyes widen. I had one client in particular who was really going on automatic about a negative thought. And when I asked her that, she said, she like let out a deep sigh and said, no, I don't like that thought. As a matter of fact, I hate it. And I said, okay, so I just want you to be with that. You're allowing for a thought to stay present for you that you not only don't like, but that you hate. And do you know that you can do something about that? So... The fourth thought, does this thought make me feel better? Again, what is it about your negative thought that makes you feel better? Does it make you feel good about yourself? Does it make you feel good about you know, what you want to do with your life? What is it about that negative thought that makes you feel better? I think you're really hard put to come up with answers unless you're attached to that negative thought and feeling bad makes you feel good. I don't know. You know, these are these are personal, you know, connect to your inner truth questions to find out about yourself. They're very revealing. Uh, fifth question, does this thought work for me? Again, straightforward, what is it about your negative thought that's working for you? Is it working for you in your relationships? Is it working for you to get the job done that you need to get done? Is it you know, working for you to get to be able to meet your goals? What is it about that negative thought that's working for you favorably? Sixth question, Am I in control of this thought? So many of my clients have said to me, oh, Aura, I just feel so out of control with my thoughts that are negative and they're causing me so much, you know, unhappiness and suffering and it makes me feel so this and it makes me feel so that. Yes, they make us feel those unpleasant things. But guess what? We're in control of our thoughts because we're creating them in our thinking mind. It's not like some little person crawls inside your head and, you know, starts to move your thoughts around the way it wants to. We are, as I say and says who, the creator and master of our inner dialogue, which creates our reality. Uh, Seventh question, final question, do I want to keep this thought or let it go? There you are. You're really, you know, right there looking at that up close and personal. You've asked yourself all those questions. And if you really come up with like, no, you know, I don't like this thought. And I've identified who fed it to me and that it maybe does not belong to you. You realize that that thought does not make you feel better in any way, shape or form. It's not working for you favorably at all. You're tired of feeling out of control of that thought that by the time you get to the seventh question, do I want to keep this thought or let it go? You say definitively and with certainty, yes, I am ready to let this thought go. And that begins the process of learning how to let those thoughts go and do what I say in my book, a release and replace. 
where you begin to release any negative thoughts that come up and know how to replace them with thoughts that are positive, productive, and serve your well-being. So listeners, now that you've heard the seven questions, you can see what I mean by this process is very simple and straightforward and logical, but at the same time, very deep and impactful. And or I can see as people work through these questions, they're like working through like an onion, layers and layers and layers, finally getting to the root of it. Yes, definitely it is. You know, the, the, the inner journey is that, you know, it is peeling onions. It is peeling uh, the layers of an onion and it is a process. You know, it's about beginning to lift the veils. It's beginning and, you know, inquiry and like an investigation, which is really an important process of getting to the bottom of things, you know, asking ourselves questions and being inquisitive and being somebody who really looks at something closely is how you get to the truth, is how you get to come to know what is real versus what is not. So it's, you know, if you're somebody who's really committed to the journey of self, to the journey of finding out who you are, and really the journey of transformation and self-realization, this is a great way to come to know yourself better. This is a great way through the Says Who Method to come to know what your thoughts are about so that you can really live your life, you know, being creative with your thinking mind so that your thoughts can work for you again favorably and serve your well-being. So, Aura, how do you recommend uh, people go through this process? Do they kind of uh, do this on a daily basis? Do they start with like the the one big, uh, massive, hairy, negative thought? Or do they start with smaller things and kind of work up to the bigger stuff? Well, I think the very first step is somebody who really is ready to make that change. Somebody who acknowledges, you know, to varying degrees, everybody's different. You know, some people really tend to be at the effect of their negative thoughts. Some people will say, oh, hey, yeah, I occasionally have negative thoughts and it trips me up. You know, what that means to you personally, if you're somebody who really wants to change the way you think, to really feel more in control of your thinking mind, I say start with these beginning steps. And that is to first acknowledge that, yes, I'm ready. I'm ready to change my thoughts and I'm ready to create a whole new way of thinking for myself that's going to work for me. So I start in the book with something called being the observer versus being the reactor. And, you know, you can read all these different skill sets that I offer up in the book. It's chock full of so many things to do, like learning how to be the observer. You know, as a mindfulness teacher, which is being present, it really teaches you how to be very much in the present so that you can really be with a thought when it comes up as an observer rather than a reactor. And it's like you're witnessing that thought like, huh, you know, oh, I've got this negative thought that's really present for me and it's, you know, it's making me feel uncomfortable. Let me look at that. Let me start the says who method process so that I can really understand that thought and then I can release it and replace it with something else. So the beginning stages would be A, acknowledging that you're ready to make the change, and B, really to begin this process and start with the steps that I enumerate in the book, which, again, beginning with the observation of your thinking mind. 
So, Aura, this has been such a great lesson. And like I said, these questions are amazing. Um, is there anything we've not talked about yet that you think is important for our listeners to know about this? You know, I think we've covered the, the real essentials of what the Says Who Method is about. And I think that for any listener who, you know, really wants to, as I said, begin that change, you know, changing out your thoughts for thoughts that really can serve you in the best way possible, you know, that begin today, start today, you know, take that step towards really getting to know your thinking mind better. And I really encourage people and really support you and champion you in the process of your journey of self-realization. It's an incredible journey to be on. Yes, there are days where we might feel frustrated and we might be at the effect of a negative thought or our negative thoughts. But again, when you make the commitment to transformation, it's an incredible journey to begin with, you know, and I just, I wish everybody just the best in their process. It's exciting. And I will say too, for the listeners out there, a lot of, um, a lot of our listeners are very interested in functional medicine and they want to learn more about what they can do to help their health. And, and we all know that there is a certain amount of mental, emotional, um, stuff that impacts our health. And so to get healthy, of course, you got to eat, properly and you got to do your exercise and your stress management and get good sleep and all that stuff but you do have to do a certain amount of mental house cleaning and yeah yeah yes Carrie it's so true house cleaning and I mentioned that in says who as well you know it's going within and really taking care of your inner business because your inner business you know goes with you wherever you are do you know so you know wellness is exactly as we know and this is what you do Carrie it's mind body and spirit it's the whole beautiful exquisite package that we are do you know and it's really knowing how to take care of ourselves you know that self-care that is so needed for healing and optimum health or this has been a terrific interview how can our listeners find out more about you and where can they pick up a copy of your book says who Amazon is, you know, the fastest way I feel to get it. You can certainly order it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble, you know, or if you happen to be next to a bookstore, um, you can go in and see if they have it and or order it there. But again, I think Amazon is just the fastest way. Uh, you can connect with me. My website is auranadrich.com. All my social media handles are my name, auranadrich. And, you know, you certainly can connect with me, go on my website, see what events are coming up. I'm going to be doing a a wellness retreat in Costa Rica Um, over the summer. The dates are not um, set yet, but it will be listed on my website and workshops, upcoming workshops and events that I will be doing. All of that will be on my website, orinadridge.com. Costa Rica. Well, that sounds fabulous. Rhythmia. It's an all wellness uh, retreat. And I did a um, workshop there last February on um, transforming negative and fear-based thoughts. I did the Says Who transformation uh, workshop and it was wonderful. So I'm going to be doing it again uh, next year, 2018, and probably around early summer. So again, please just check my website to see what events, workshops, and anything that I'm doing coming up. 
So listeners out there, I'll make sure that all of those links are in the podcast notes on my website so that you can easily find uh, Aura's book and her website and all those social media links. Oh, we are so into social media now these days as compared to five years ago. How things have changed, Aura. Yes, they really have. <laughs> and by the way, just a quick thing to say about that. Don't don't stay on your gadgets all day. Take time to get off of them. I mean, we all use them. We use them for a lot of positive reasons. But, you know, as a mindfulness meditation teacher, I say get off of those gadgets. Get off your phones. Get off your social media handles, whatever they are. And take time just to be, to be still, to go within, and to get quiet. That's so necessary. You know, whether you're a meditator or not, find at least 10 minutes in your day just to be quiet and to be still and to be with yourself and to be able to be with yourself with non-judgment and acceptance. So important. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Aura, thank you so much for being my special guest today. This has been an awesome interview. Thank you so much for having me, Carrie. All right, that wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with Aura Nadrich. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next time for another episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carey is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carey is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please tell your friends about the Functional Medicine Radio Show, and we'll see you next week with more from Dr. Carey.